So one thing I never do is take advice from psychics or those that claim to speak to the dead or those that have spirit guides. This is not something I do because I feel like the Bible, Jesus Christ himself, expressly forbids it. And especially if those psychics claim to be followers of Jesus Christ, I have a hard time believing that. But I know that these aren't people that Jesus wants me talking to. And I'm not saying there's anything against them. I'm just talking about myself. So we'll go with that. 4 a.m. this morning, I got a tip. I'm going to read the tip to you, and then we're going to go over this. And this is this concerns the, the University of Iowa murders. So naturally, I looked at it. It was very cryptic, very cryptic. This is, this is what I got. Not a boyfriend, but a snubbed, quote-unquote, wannabe. Works just a couple of businesses over from where those two girls had jobs. That'd be Zanna and, uh, no, Maddie. That would be Maddie and Kat, Kaylee. Works just a couple of businesses over from where those two girls had jobs. Family bakery type store. Lives not far from that street. Buried knife just outside his house or barn and tends to use it again. Is a hunter. Parents suspect him, but they're afraid to come forward. He's extremely angry and resentful of these, quote, privileged, unquote, girls. Getting to go to college and him having to work, etc. Then the one snubbing him. That would be Kaylee Guncalva's. He drove up in a Jeep-like vehicle. No way could he have gotten the blood out of that thing. Had it parked round the corner. Just walked out of the murder house and casually drove away. Deranged. So, I texted back, where did you get this info? And uh, somebody should call into the authorities before he does it again. And I... Asked again, where did you get this info? Somebody said they got it from YouTube. I finally got a hold of this person and I asked, I'm like, where did you get this info? And they told me. So I'm going to go over that with you right now. It's uh, a theory. I think it's worth looking into. And I'll give you what information I have about this and the evidence. I have of the location. And again, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. Hello, friends. My name is Jerry Adams. You're listening to Midnight Radio. Today, we're going to go over some information we got about the Moscow murders. Whether it's true or not, I don't know, but we are going to look at this because we're looking at everything. Somebody gave me this lead, so we're going to look at it. If you have a lead, you can call in or leave a text message, even text message, or leave a three-minute voicemail message, 
325-261-0892. Let's go ahead and continue. So, yeah. Her name, I finally found out what this person was talking about. Her name is Psychic, she calls herself Psychic Reverend Donna Sarah Seraphin. Seraphin. So I'm going to go ahead and pull that up. I have no need to show you the video, and I have to play it at double times the speed so I don't get a copyright strike or infringe on her rights or any way, but I feel that this is genuine information. Uh, I know the family would want this to get out. I know that this lady would want it to get out, so I'm going to go through it with you a little bit. Um and we'll see where we go from there. What can I tell you about this lady? This is the first thing I've ever seen that she did. Apparently, she's worked on other cases. Basically, I think she just gave clues to and talked about it on her, her YouTube page. But I don't think she was involved in any investigations of the ones that she's doing here on YouTube. And from what I read from her comment section, she she helps authorities she does not charge, so that's good. Again, I'm not saying anything about this lady negatively, so no need to come at me on that. I'm I'm open-minded, but as far as my beliefs, I don't communicate with people that have spirit guides, basically. So here we go. around me in pure love i'm asking for so i'm seeing the side of the house i'm seeing the side of the house but then i also see the doorway and that's probably because it's in picture so it's like the, the doorway at the lower um level of the hill i'm seeing that doorway open but I, it, it's i just looked at a photo of it so that would make sense that it would come into my mind it could be that they're picturing me there and i know the address is 1102 or 22 or something like anyways it was in the picture so, so i'm not getting that psychically i'm just saying that's what's going into my mind um, and and obviously the gatekeepers and so i'm just going to trust now i'm just going to trust and wait that i know that i'm being used for good and i know that i'm going to do my best to interpret and, and see what is there Okay, they're showing me one of the blonde girls now. Yeah, I can't real. I, I can tell them apart a little bit. I think it's the one that has a little rounder face, um, and she's doing something. So I'm just gonna follow her a minute, and I'll tell you. She's, they're just showing me her, but we're walking somewhere. We're, we're in the main street area of that little town. Um, I'm seeing a guy talking to her, and he's about. He's quite a bit taller. I mean, she sits on a bench, or it really feels like if there's a tree, and I'm getting chills on my legs. If there's a tree that has a bench surrounding the tree, like you know how they put those half round benches around trees sometimes. He's taller. He's taller, and he's taller, and um, I think he he might like her. He's he's like trying to talk to her, and this is not at night, so this is not at the time it happened. This is sometime in the day of someday. And then in the hood, now I'm seeing the hooded guy by the uh, truck, but I don't think it's that guy. Like. Um, I'll just wait and see. I don't think it's that guy that they're showing me because this guy seems like he has, um, like if he was like six feet tall or something like that, you know, a bigger build. And she's not really interested in him because she's like kind of, I don't know if short is the world, but she's, she's not super tall. Like, um, you know, so he's trying to talk to her, strike up a conversation about school, about history. I didn't get a lot of spirit energy about the history. Let's see. It might be some kind of related like geology or geography or, you know, just these types of classes that they make you take or whatever. Um, okay. Okay. Anyways, everyone knows what I'm talking about. So they're bringing me to this conversation still. So she's sitting there. She seems like she's waiting for something. I don't know if she's waiting for a ride or maybe she just felt like sitting there for a minute. So it's not that... It doesn't feel like she knows him. It doesn't feel like she's super interested in talking to him. She's definitely not interested in going out with him. Oh, he has brown hair. In fact, he, he looks different than the one that got killed, but he's larger size like that. And his hair is a little bit... It might have a wave in it, but and it's thick, but it's... And he might be a little older. Okay, I have chills about that. He's a little older. So she doesn't totally believe... She's like wondering if he really even goes to college or not or something. He's wearing a black sweatshirt or hoodie or black... Um, 
and I know the guy in the food truck is wearing a dark one too or whatever but I'm trying to separate the two but yeah when I said I try to separate the two I get energy in my legs which is usually like a confirmation like yeah separate the two okay separate the two and I get energy in my legs. Now I'm seeing the front of the house again. It's like 11.02 or 11.22. Right? And I'm remembering not from the picture, not from the psychic, but I got chills in my house. So, I mean, chills in my legs, which is confirmation. So they're putting me, they are, even though I'm... So I got some more breaking information here. Then we're going to go back to that. There's questions mounting about a potential link to a 2021 unsolved stabbing murder. Back in uh, August 13, 2021, two victims were attacked in their home in Salem, Oregon by an assailant who broke in an arm knife. Travis and Jamelin woke up at around 3 a.m. in the morning and were attacked by the suspect. Miss Juden was stabbed 19 times in more than 19 times in the attack. She survived. More than one year, the case still remains unsolved, with similarities being drawn between the stabbing murder and the slayings of the four students. On 13 November, Moscow, both cases involved suspect armed with a knife, breaking into a home at around 3 a.m. and attacking victims in their beds. During the press conference on Wednesday, a reporter asked whether Moscow police were exploring a possible connection between the two cases. Moscow Police Department Chief James Fry confirmed that he was aware of the 2021 case, that investigators had received a tip about it, and they said they were looking into every avenue. I'm telling you, I saw from the picture the confirmation that they're putting me in front of the house again. But I'm with him. And the energy totally went away, so I'm not with him. Okay, let me just relax. I'm going to clear it and just see what they do with me. I'm asking my spirit guides to take me there to show me whatever you need to show me to provide information that may aid in putting this guy off the streets. Now I'm seeing someone with really red hair. Really red hair. I, I don't want to jump ahead of myself. It's like, oh, I'll go, okay, I see the one with the knife. Like, you know what I mean? Um, this is different than the one that was talking to her when she really wasn't interested in talking to him. Um, and then I saw this other guy. With really red hair. And they are showing him to me and they're confirming with the spirit energy. If you imagined Paul Murdoch's son that um, got, that he's accused of murdering his wife and child, that, that kid, but bigger. Um, a similarity in looks. I would say a similarity, not identical. I'm in front of the house again, just looking at the house. I feel like I'm waiting for Madison. I feel like, I don't know which one she is, but I just feel like saying I'm waiting for Madison. I mean, I know she's one of the blonde ones, but I'm not, I'm just waiting for Madison. Lots of uh, questions are running through my mind, so I'm just trying to slow them down right now. That's what I'm doing. Because I'm like, well, did, um, if you put me in the mind of the killer, and then I get some spirit energy, and then I'm like, did you leave town? I got another piece of information here. I guess I'll go over this information as she goes on. Police have recently ruled out a slew of suspects in the death of the four University of Idaho students, brutally murdered in their own home. But are still looking into the claims. One of them may have had a stalker. This was Kaylee Goncalves. Idaho State Police said during the course of their interviews, they'd learned Kaylee Goncalves had made comments about a potential stalker. Now, could this be... The person the psychic medium is talking about? Could it be? Where they had interaction before, she snubbed him. She would have seen him a lot. We're going to go into that. But when she goes on, the psychic medium goes on, she says that the how the store next to where Kaylee and Maddie worked, he worked at, so... I have a I have photos, I have a map of that place, and yeah, I can see where they would have went there and had a coffee and hung out. Maybe vaped if they did something like that, because it has outside tables. And he might have bothered her there, you know, asked for her phone number and things like that a few times, been a little too pushy, and she made some brief comments about it. So there might be something here. We need to, you know, th- these aren't theories. Well, they're not my theories. 
I'm just discussing what comes up, okay? I don't know. Time will tell where these go. You know, I remember a couple episodes ago, I told you about the, the image that popped in my mind like there were two brothers. And I saw them being young, like 13 or 14. Not that they were now. I didn't think they were that now, but they were 13 or 14. And one had like a brown bowl, bowl of haircut. But his cheeks were like really red and ruddy. And like the knife wasn't his, it was his brother's. Well, she she talks about the man that she got this impression from. It's very very similar to what I got in my mind. So uh, we're going to go ahead with this. But police are looking into to the possibility of a stalker, which is going to be hard because they don't have her to ask. And if she only said these things in passing. And didn't want to name the person because, you know, maybe she was wrong. It's hard to investigate. Did you leave town? And then it's like, okay, wait, I got to stop because it's better just to let them show and unfold it the way they want. Okay, so now I'm going up the side of the house on the right. So if I'm standing there in the lower part facing the house and I have strong chills on my legs, I go up the right, I go up the hill, and I go in the back way like that, and I got big chills on my legs. And I'm trying to rectify that with seeing that picture with the blood dripping down and going, wasn't that the lower level and stuff like that? But I'm trying to rectify that. I'm just going to go with what I feel like and maybe check with the facts after because I feel like I'm with the killer and I'm going up the side of the house on the right and in the back sliding door. Yeah. I have to slow myself down because I'm like trying to fit things together. I'm like, like nobody would get up to see if they heard steps on the stairs because there's so many people that live there and so he has this moment where he knows he's in and he's he's taking his time he seems to know when he goes he knows i feel like he's been there before like he he knows it's almost like he eats an apple yeah, like he's just standing there thinking about it like he eats an apple he starts putting the drain but then he puts it in his pocket he might have put the apple in the drain just so you know it would get ground up before anyone took teeth marks out but then he might have pulled it out and put it in his pocket i'm not sure I kind of am wondering, so it's more of a wondering feeling if I'm seeing blood washing off his hands, like washing off his hands at the kitchen sink after. And I'm not sure if it's the brunette or the red-haired guy. It's really weird like that. It's almost like, are they doing this together? Um, and I got some spirit energy. Is there two of them? No spirit energy. Is there just one? Yeah, spirit energy. Just one. Has this guy uh, dyed his hair to make it less red or something? I don't know. Okay, asking questions doesn't really work. So I'm wondering to me, I say, well, how does this relate to this guy that was talking to her that she wasn't really interested in? Um, and I'm not sure yet. I'm just going to go. There's bite marks in the apple that could be helped to identify him. I don't know if you threw the apple away outside or what. Okay, I gotta quit wondering and just someone clear my mind. I feel it's that larger man that was talking to her at the thing. That's her pregnant dog. Okay, I don't know why I don't get any spirit energy. Let me just rest for a minute and um, see what I get. Oh, they're telling me I'm trying too hard. Okay, just let go and come for you. Okay, so I have to just let go of my mind and allow my consciousness. Ask my spirit guides to show me. It feels like the one named Madison. If the one named Madison is the one that has the little rounder face, it feels like she was the target. Is that correct? I'm real sick feeling. Sometimes it can be a really sickening feeling when I be see it too. So I'm not 100 sure. I'm addressing the issue of the twin. Of this young man who was killed. And I wondered, is this the big guy that he's interested in her? He is. The twin is the guy that's interested in Madison, the twin of that guy that was killed. Please show me what happens that night. I feel like it goes in the sliding door. Doesn't feel like they really lock it, you know, much. Especially when they know there's other roommates still out and stuff like that, which is obviously a lot. So he feels the energy of the guy who does this feels like, obviously, he has a lot of hatred, and that's obvious, but I'm feeling his hatred right now. His hatred in general of just feeling like, kind of like there's all this fresh candy around town, but he can't have any. And I have chills on my legs about that rejecting him I, I kind of feel like the man gets it first whatever door he goes in like the first door yeah i got a little spirit energy that the, the okay so he, he opens a door on the left and he sees the guy and his girlfriend sleeping the guy kind of wakes up and is like what the fuck or whatever and um he just goes over real quick and just stabs him right in the chest like and then stabs his girlfriend right in the chest like or chest and abdomen um i, I mean that, that instantly shuts them up obviously and then 
he has their door open just like an inch because he wants to see if anyone heard it or woke up. And he's looking out down the hallway. He's going to, he wants to skip the door that's the closest across from him because he wants to get to the door that's furthest down the hall. The killer. This, which is interesting. Do you think he'd go to like a door closer? But he knows, what, I feel like he knows which rooms they even have. No spirit energy, no spirit energy. Okay. I think he has fantasies of the uh, one that's not the thinner one, but the one with the rounder face a little bit. Um, he has fantasies about her. Like The fantasies are a real grotesque nature. I'll repeat them here, but then just cut them out of the video. The, so it feels like he wants to body while he's cutting her open and where she sees that it's him and that that's going to be the last thing she sees while she's alive. Like That's the feeling he has in his head. I feel like he cuts her throat too and it feels like he cuts open her stomach. It's pretty bad. I got chills on my legs. What happens, so he doesn't really get to do his fantasy because I think she started to wake up or something so he slit her throat too just to... Um, and then it feels like the other female, her friend, um, she wakes up and says something like, Maddie, are you all right? Or something. So he, he just goes right in there and stamps her and pushes her back into her bed um, area, or back into her room, and slashes her throat too. And it's like, he wanted to have more time. He had some fantasy about how he was going to do it with Maddie. Um, but that hasn't played out. Okay, I have to clear my mind because I'm like, okay, well, did you throw your clothes? What did you do? And stuff like that. So I have to just chill. He thinks for a second of looking for more, but he, he stops for a second and there's no noise. There's nobody getting up. So he just waits for a few minutes. And he's like really on a high now. He's sticky with the blood, but for him it feels good. Like he would like to jack off with his bloody hands. So I think he grabs the apple on the way out. Oh, he's going back out onto that patio. And then I see him going down the stairs. Okay, so he came in the patio. He came in the sliding door. I gotta slow down. My mind's like, where, where, what? Like everything, they just start to show me and then I try to jump it to get it in there faster and that, does, that works better to not do that. Okay, this guy's really gross. Like he actually uses his bloody knife to cut a piece of apple and put it in his mouth. And then I see his genitals again. So somehow it gives him a sexual turn on. I feel like he does see them at the food truck. Or, or maybe I'm seeing them at, I mean, showing them at the food truck. Either way, I'm seeing them at the food truck. I'm seeing that guy that walks away and gets in a different direction. It's like I'm wondering all these things. I gotta stop and clean my mind up. I asked them any clues about who he is. Now I have chills on my legs, so they're gonna show me clues. The clues are there's this tree. I'll find it. There's a tree on Main Street that has uh, benches that circle around the tree. It's a guy that was talking to her there. Okay, now we're going to go to Main Street here. If this is Main Street, this is the Mad Greek right here. You see it? That's where they worked at. So she said he worked at some place that was about two doors down. She said it was a bakery. She saw baguettes there, French bread, something like that. So looking around to see if we can find a place like that. Maybe we can find a Jeep also, right? But then again, those that work there wouldn't park there so close, would they? Oh, I think I found a place right here. It is an artisan cafe right here. Let me back out. It's called... Cafe Art, Artista, 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 coffee shop. Hmm. Ah, so do you bake bread? Super friendly baristas in a small batch of beans. They seriously make the best coffee in town. Maybe this was a place. 
And uh, see, I can see if you're on break from the Mad Greek or you're taking a break or right before you go, I can definitely see getting you something to drink and sitting right here, right? Or maybe, you know, he didn't. I mean, if this is true, what the psychic medium says. Maybe this is his way he gets around this bike right here. It has mud flap tires and some bags on the side. Maybe this is him. Maybe not. But I'm just saying maybe he doesn't take his uh, Jeep to work. There it is. I don't know. Let's continue here. If there's a bread, if it's in front of a bread place, I kind of wonder if he works at the bread place. I kind of wonder. Oh my god, I got chills on my legs. He works at a place that's like two doors down from where she works. I got a huge chill on my legs. Huge chill. Huge chill. He works near where she works. That's how you seen her. Huge chills, both legs. I don't know his relationship to the university. He may have gone there at one time. No, I don't know. Okay, let me, let me, huge chills. He works like on the corner store or something like that. No, but it's a couple doors down from there. I'm going to look. From the one where they showed where they closed the restaurant or whatever it is that, where they were working. All right. I'm not going to play her whole video, which is her audio there, because uh, I think that would be wrong. I'll put a link to her video there here in the show notes so you can, you can check it out. I'm not saying this is true or not. I don't know. That's up to you whether you believe it or not. This is some new information. Somebody gave it to me. I want to give it to you. Something to look at. And when it, they, if they wind up finding this guy, then you'll be able to verify it then. I'm not a psychic. I don't claim to be a psychic. I don't even play one on TV. I want to thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching this. I want you to have a really good Thanksgiving. From my family to yours. All the best. My name is Jerry Adams. You're watching Midnight Radio. If you have a comment or question about this case, if you have a theory, I would like to hear it. Phone number is 325-261-0892. You can text message me. You can call that number and leave a three-minute voicemail message at 325-261-0892. You can email us at midnightrad.io101 at gmail.com. That is midnightrad.io101 at gmail.com. I'd like to thank you. Until next time, all my best.